Hi, and welcome to this week's Top 10 Tips, which is this week all about building rapport. So here are my top 10 tips on building rapport. Tip number one, think. This simply means if you are going into a conversation or some kind of interaction, just give yourselves 10, 20 seconds thinking time about the other person or group that you're going to be talking with. What do you already know? What might they be interested in? What are their key issues? And if you've already had time with them before, what are their style of interaction? Give yourself a heads up so that you don't go in cold, but you go in with an intention and an awareness of building rapport. So that's tip number one. Think before you enter the conversation. Tip number two is about currencies. Uh, We've talked about this before, but it's worth repeating again here. Currency is a metaphor for how we interact with each other. If you were going on holiday to France, you would take the currency euros because that's the currency that the French would use. Your own currency, if you're listening to this in the UK, is pounds sterling. So why wouldn't you take pounds sterling for a fortnight's holiday into France? And the answer is pretty obvious. You wouldn't get very far and you wouldn't be very popular. In fact, you probably wouldn't buy very much because it would be refused. And that's the idea of currencies in terms of human interactions. We all have our own currencies, by which I mean we have our preferences for how we interact. The style, the tone, the pace, the specific language we use are all preferences that we each have, and they're not the same preferences for the people we're chatting to. My whole point here is, to be good at rapport, it's helpful to be able to use the other person's currencies, their preferences, rather than your own. So, tip number two is work in the other person's currencies, their preferences, rather than your own. Put yourself out to put the other person in. Tip number three is about cues and clues. Cues spelled C-U-E-S, cues and clues. In any conversation, the other person will tell you things about themselves. Obviously, there'll be some very specific things. They're answering questions and they'll give you specific answers. But they'll give you some idea about what their style is, what their background is, what their preferences are. And these cues and clues can be absorbed by you, filed away in your mental notebook, and used later on in that conversation or later conversations. So if somebody has said something that you then specifically refer to later, or you use a particular turn of phrase that they've used, it does two things for them. Firstly, it shows that you are really good at listening intently to what they're saying. It proves that you're a good listener, and that you have good recall. But secondly, it shows that you have some degree of interest in them, some consideration for them as a person to be able to play back to them things that make them feel valued. So it makes them feel valued that you have heard and are able to recall and replay things that matter to them. And that's an essential part of rapport building. So tip number three is use cues and clues to replay as part of rapport building. Tip number four builds on that 
emphasizing the power of active listening. We don't just listen to people. We have a way of listening that makes a difference to the other person. It's not just listening. It's listening actively. And by that we mean perhaps one or two obvious things like looking at the other person and providing non-verbal cues to show that you're listening, such as nodding. It's also about turning your whole body to the person that's speaking so that you are fully attentive to that person. And I like the phrase paying attention. When you're listening, you should be paying attention, which means you're investing in them. And this leads to tip number five. The best way, the very best way of showing that you're listening is to be able to recap what they've been saying. All the other clues that I've given you about active listening, nodding, looking at the person, they can be learned and can be given off as signals even if you are not listening. You can make it look as though you're listening, but you can't possibly recap what the other person has been saying unless you've been listening. So the best proof to the other person that you are listening to them is to recap what they've been saying, to summarize what they've been saying. It's a very powerful tool, recap. So tip number five, recap what they've been saying. Tip number six are two letters, A plus B. A plus B. And they stand for acknowledge and build. So when somebody is chatting to you and they are offering an idea, then the first part of A plus B is acknowledge. Acknowledge what they're saying. So show that you've been listening and confirm that you understand what they're saying. And the second part, the letter B, is build. It's really helpful to be able to build on what they have been saying. So, for example, you can say, that's interesting, or I agree. That would be an acknowledge. And, and use the word and, and one way in that would work in my company, or one of the things I can help with that is, and that's a build. It takes their idea, or their offering, and builds on it. It adds to it. And that's why the word and is so important. And builds. It's conjoining. It, it takes somebody's idea and you add to it. So A plus B is acknowledge and build. Tip number seven is all about questions. To build rapport, you invite the other person to say what they want to say. And the best way of inviting them to do that is to ask a question. It doesn't have to be a deep or a probing question. It can just be an invitation to get a response or a comment. On the whole, people value being given the opportunity to offer their point of view. So you asking questions invites the other person in to the conversation. Alternatively, if, as I'm doing now, talking to you, with you not having any chance to respond, it makes you less involved, less included in the conversation. So if we ask questions, we invite the other person's contribution. If we simply make statements, we tend to push the other person away. So use questions to engage the listener and get them to contribute. That's tip number seven. 
And tip number eight is in a sense the opposite of this, and that is make sure you respond to the comments they make. They may not offer questions. They may offer statements. And the danger with somebody just talking in statements is, as I've said, it makes the listener rather passive. They're not invited in. So if somebody is talking to you in statements, make sure it becomes bilateral, two-way, by offering a response to their statements. You can respond to statements. You don't have to wait for a question. And as long as you don't interrupt or change direction, and use an acknowledge and build approach, you'll be able to engage satisfactorily with them and still let them make the running. So tip number eight, respond to other people's statements. Tip number nine, I'm calling the triple interest. And the triple interest simply means this, be interested in their interest in their interest. Say that again, be interested in their interest in their interest in their interest. What I really mean by that is this. Suppose they're clearly interested in something. They have a hobby or a particular favorite something and they're quite passionate about it. Be interested in what makes them interested in that passion or hobby. So suppose they, I don't know, are interested in cacti growing. Now, it's very unlikely you would be interested in cacti growing, and you shouldn't make any attempt to pretend that you are. You don't have to pretend that you are. You should simply be interested and, and ask questions about their interest in cacti growing, such as, well, that's interesting, you know, how long have you been interested? Um, how many cacti do you have? Are they difficult to maintain? You know, are they valuable? You know, do you have them insured? You can say those sorts of questions to anybody who's interested in anything. You know, if, if football, uh, playing chess, uh, high fashion. You know, it doesn't really matter what their interest is. You need to be interested, curious about their interest in that particular hobby or or topic. So tip number nine, be interested in their interest in whatever it is they're interested about. And finally, tip number 10. And this is bridging. You may well have some point you want to get across, or you may want to bring the conversation round to something that is the purpose in your view of the conversation. So in my world, I may want to interest the person I'm chatting to or the group I'm chatting to, to some kind of training or development investment. That's how I earn my living, getting people to purchase my training and development. But they might be talking about, I don't know, something to do with the workplace and something that uh, is problematic in the workplace. I need to make sure that whatever they're talking about, I can bridge from them and their interest into what I am able to offer. So I'm constantly monitoring the conversation to see if at some point I can make a connection between what I do and what they have a need for. I never go in saying, oh, my name's Arnie, and by the way, are you interested in X? I'm not selling in that direct and I think fairly affronting way. I'm having a conversation and I usually say, how's things, you know, what's happening, 
house business, that kind of very generalised open question. And they talk, obviously, about what they're interested in and what's of concern to them and what they eventually might feel they're struggling with. And I'm just listening to that in the hope that at some point I can bridge from what they're talking about into something that I have some information or ability to help with. So I don't go in to push anything as an idea to them. Everything really that I end up providing as a, as a service that they will pay for is in response to what they have been talking about. So tip number 10, listen carefully for the opportunity to bridge from their need to your service. So that's it. My top 10 tips on building rapport. Tip number one, think. Tip number two, put yourself out to put their, them in by using their currency, not your own. Tip number three, listen for and then use cues and clues. Tip number four, be an active listener. Tip number five, use recap. Tip number six, acknowledge and build A plus B. Tip number seven, use questions to get the other person engaged and involved. Tip number eight, if they're talking to you, make sure you still have a response. Tip number nine, be interested in their interest in their interest. And tip number 10, bridge. See the opportunity in the conversation to bridge from their interest and issue into your service or provision. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening.